Welcome to EAU Podcasts. Today we have Christian Radmeyer, Chair of the EAU Guidelines Panel on Pediatric Urology, talking about the dissemination of the EAU Guidelines. Thank you very much for inviting me. I'm Christian Radmeyer and I'm on the Pediatric Panel for many, many years now. And uh, I have the pleasure to chair that panel now since 2018. Why is dissemination of the clinical guidelines so important? Well, the EAU guidelines really are taking care of a wide spectrum of different topics. And the same is true for the pediatric guidelines, because within our guidelines, we take care of 25 different chapters. And that means a tremendous amount of work. We have to uh, provide evidence-based information. And in addition to that, we have to constantly update. So dissemination of our guidelines is very important to bring it to the target audience. And that is pretty much reflected by the fact that now the EAU guidelines are endorsed in so many different countries, more than 75 countries uh, worldwide. And uh, the dissemination is really important to help to overcome all these communication boundaries that are around. In your opinion, what are the best ways to do that? Well, in the old days, you know, it was the so-called guidelines book that was shipped around the world and distributed during the annual meeting. But nowadays, we do have much more sophisticated opportunities available, meaning especially all the opportunities that the internet and social media are offering. And uh, especially when looking at the performance status, for example, regarding our Twitter impressions or Instagram engagements, it's unbelievable how our guidelines can be distributed in such a quick way to such a big community. No other method would be able to, to uh, convey our guidelines in, in, that, in that manner. And for that purpose, um, the use of social media has really been pioneered by the Dissemination Committee. And this is uh, absolutely valuable work. And without that, it won't be possible to have that visibility uh, among the world. What has been your experience with the Dissemination Committee of the Guidelines Office? Well, nowadays, I think... Uh, the, the dissemination of the guidelines is no longer imaginable without the valuable work of the dissemination committee. We in the panel, we have to take care of providing evidence-based information and we have to constantly update our guidelines. That means a lot of work for all the people involved in the guidelines process. And we are not, uh, in addition, able to take care of dissemination as well on our own. And in addition to that, dissemination has become a very professional business now because social media is a professional business. And therefore, you need to have those specialists that are working in the dissemination committee that our guidelines are distributed around the world and are getting to the target audience. That's very important. On the other hand, we have to take care of some disadvantages that are involved with the use of uh, social media, because there's a lot of misinformation and fake news around, especially when it comes to medical topics. Therefore, the dissemination committee has to fight that misinformation and that fake news around by um, uh, constantly being on social media available and by constantly taking care of proper information provided by the various guidelines panels. Which initiatives do you find most impactful? Well, um, when when it comes to the initiatives, I think that was a fantastic idea to include the various options we have with social media, not just going on Facebook uh, or on Twitter, but using all the various channels. 
And in addition to that, for example, in a, a very good idea just recently was the initiation of podcasts. Because having podcasts, you, you are able to, to develop and to deliver information on a very specific topic, um, uh, so-called on the go. Especially for the young colleagues when they are heading to work, for example, they can listen to the podcast and get up-to-date information based on evidence-based medicine. And the same is true, for example, for another format that was recently introduced that was the neurological cheat sheets. Because that format is very, very much appreciated, especially by the young colleagues who are in training, because they get uh, solid information in a compact format on a single page on a very, very specific topic. So when it comes to, to future options, I think the combination of the various channels is important to ensure that our guidelines are distributed and that we are able to meet our target audience. And the dissemination uh, committee cannot be crazy enough for that work. That's very, very helpful. Thank you so much. To our listeners, you can subscribe and listen to EAU podcasts on your preferred podcast platform.